Hey guys, welcome back to Questioning the Spectrum. I'm your host, Christina Picarero, and guess who's back? Merry Christmas, Christina. Jerry's back. This hello, so hello, ex- hello, hello. <laughs> this is so exciting. Yes. Um, so this episode is going to be uh, pretty casual. It's going to be just like a look back on 2018, our Christmas this year, and like what's ahead for 2019 because it is set to be released on New Year's Eve. So I kind of wanted to keep it as in the holiday spirit and tradition. Absolutely. This is so, so exciting. This is great. Yeah. This is great. So how was your Christmas, Christy? Uh, it was good. Um, it was a big, I feel like it was a pretty big Christmas this year because we do New Year's Eve with my mom's side, with my mom's side of the family for Christmas dinner. Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve. You said New Year's Eve. Did I? You did. Oh, Christmas Eve. We do Christmas Eve with my mom's side of the family, and then Christmas Day we do dad's side, which is your side, like yeah. our side. Um, we do breakfast, but breakfast was bigger this year because we've included your, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my so, extended family, your your My mom. real family. Yeah, because yeah. our dads are brothers, for yeah. those of you who like don't know. Yeah. Jerry and I are related because our dads are brothers. Correct. Yeah. So that's how we are cousins. Yes, cousins. Yes, by blood. By blood. And mm-hmm. we share a name. Yes, we do. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So Christmas Christmas Day was definitely an interesting one. Yes. Because this year, so Christina was saying that the way we've, or her family has separated the holidays, they have Christmas Eve with her, with her mom's side, mm-hmm. effectively. And then Christmas morning, we all wake up, get in our Christmas jammies, and we come over and we have a Christmas breakfast. Yeah. This year was a little bit different um, because our other cousin and his family couldn't come because they have three little kids. So yeah. can you imagine like waking up and taking three kids to to the house and, and, and taking away from their toys and whatnot? Oh a little God. bit more difficult. Um, yeah, it is. But my mom's side of the family decided to barge in the door and, and come in. Which With was- elf costumes on. Your <laughs> aunt and uh, your cousin were wearing elf. They're going to kill me because they listen to this. They were wearing <laughs> elf costumes and my dad just looks looks at Daniela, who's Jerry's cousin, and he goes, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> because they had bells on their feet. Oh, yeah. It was the funniest thing. Okay. And my dad took a sip of Bailey's and he was like, all right. Yeah. This is, this my, is my uncle clearly wasn't drunk enough for that. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah. So funny story about those elf costumes. That was not actually the first time that they ever wore them. Did I ever tell you the Wait, story? Wait, were they wearing them in a Christmas card like a couple yes, years ago? Yes, they were. I knew they so looked familiar. Those elf costumes they actually brought out two years ago. And it was the year it was when we had Christmas was Sat- Christmas Eve was a Saturday, Christmas Day was a Sunday, and then we had the Monday. Mm-hmm. And they showed up in those elf costumes on the Monday. Mm-hmm. And they were all getting all like uppity uppity. And it was supposed to be a fun day, very relaxed. Well, my uncle was not having that elf costume. He had it. He was so miserable. He hated it. It was the funniest thing. My uncle Mike is the coolest, calm person. He also hasn't aged a day since I've met him. Right. And, and probably you, before You met him that. when you were born oh, yeah. 21, 22 years ago. And he's looked <laughs> the exact same since then. So. Exactly. Exactly. So Uncle Mike, it was so even keeled and all of a sudden he was like his face was elongated. He was not having it. Oh my God. So 
it was great because this Christmas, when they show up in the same costumes, he didn't show up in it because he's like, I'm not doing that shit yeah. again. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if Uncle Mike was wearing that, my dad would have had a field day, oh, I absolutely. think. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that would have been so funny. But, yeah. yeah, so that was Christmas Day. Christmas Day. And, and then after, and then my family mm-hmm. hosts, my parents host Christmas Day. And then once um, we did dinner and then you guys joined us for, for Christmas Day. For Christmas Day dessert, yeah, dessert, yeah, yeah which we is had always coffee. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for us, for us in our little part of the world and and in in the Northeast, we always have. There's like, and, and being part of an Italian family, there's always like three different parts of the meal. Mm-hmm. There's the appetizer, then there's the main course, antipasto. Come on, yeah, antipasto. <laughs> but then, then you have the, the dessert, mm-hmm. and it's always. Cake and coffee. That's uh-huh. what we say. No, but rarely is there ever cake. No, there's, there's never coffee. cake. I yeah. feel like there's never. It's always cake, or it's always cookies and coffee. Yes, or fruit and and, and, and pastry. And pastry. Oh my god, the cannoli. That's what it is. It's yes. like never cake and coffee. But I love that we always say, "Oh, we're gonna go buy for cake and coffee." Where it's really cake, coffee, and medellin. Which, for those right. of you who don't know what medellin is, it's not like no one's like just taking shots of like Robitussin. It's like yeah. So our other. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Santo, which yeah. Italian means saint, which he is. Yeah, that's true. So he like he coined an after dinner liqueur, like a shot of Zambuca or Amaretto or Bailey's, something an after dinner cordial. He calls that his medicine. Yeah. And Italian is medicina. Uh-huh. And so he calls and he, him with his dialect and whatnot. He shortened it like most Italians do. So it's your medicine. Yeah. And so he, every time now, the whole family, we all laugh because we all say we need a little bit of medicine. We need yeah. a little bit of medicina at the end of the night. That's kind of been like, like, especially recently, that's it's been like a tradition of ours now. Yes. We've just been like getting together. Well, speaking of like holidays, you get together with your family, but we've become like really... Like, our parents especially have become, like, super close-knit, like, over the last, I would say, like, year or so. Probably, like, two years Two years, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've always been close, but, like, lately it's just been, like, like, they do things like go out on Monday night dinners because, like, my uncle owns a restaurant, our uncle owns a restaurant, like, they don't. They're not open on Monday, so they they all go out to dinner together, and then like after they come back from Medellin, and like yeah. so it's been nice like seeing that, and then like having that on Christmas was nice, and like because Jerry and I have always been very close. Like, Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So seeing our parents like form the relationship that like Jerry and I have is, <laughs> yeah. it is it's interesting. It's yeah, like it oh, the little kids are growing up. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and exactly what kind of like I want. I wanted this episode to be like me sharing like our family traditions with people who don't know us because that's kind of and especially like with the holidays, it's like really nice to just be able to like share family traditions and go through those like go through things that we that we have with one another because a lot of people um share very different experiences in that and like well, every like, family is so different but it's cool it's cool to like see yeah. how everyone does their christmas but I also and think, like take a, take a step back and think of it more as well we each can identify ourselves as I consider myself a male. I consider myself Italian and a Catholic. That's my identity, Mm -hmm. right, to the outside. But also my identity is the traditions that my family has taught me, whether or not I think people will say I either take part in those traditions or I don't, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, 
our family is very big into um, the big uh, celebrations during the holidays. Yep. We try to fill the, we fill, we pack the house, yep. uh, so to speak, in terms of getting as many people in and celebrating, and, and the types of foods we eat or what we make and um, uh, and how we do it. That's what ident- that, that to me is also my identity. Is I agree. those are those family traditions? I agree. So maybe let's talk about Christmas Eve for you. Because you and yeah. I do different things on Christmas Eve. We do. Yeah, we so, do. So, like, what's Christmas Eve to you? Like, what's the big thing? Oh, for... the big thing on Christmas Eve is Santa. Oh, okay. So, what, what's because, about that? And not like the typical, like, Santa comes on Christmas Eve. Like, we all know Santa. <laughs> but my family, we have a lot of younger cousins in on my mom's side of the family. And forever, since as long as I can remember, and even before I was born... My uncle, who's no longer with us, used to um, play Santa, and he would come to the house with, like, gifts and, like, pretend to be Santa, and he would, like, call out everyone's name, and then we'd take a picture with him at the end, and then he would leave. But during the time, especially when I was, like, growing up, but he would still come, I would always be like, I know that that's Uncle Tony, like, <laughs> like uh, hello. But yeah. also... Um, so we've always done that, and now that like Uncle Tony's no longer with us, my Uncle Carmen has taken over, and these are my mom's two brothers. My Uncle Carmen has taken over the tradition, and like he is now Santa because those are his grandkids. Like he has grandkids now, right. so that's um, he plays Santa for them, and it's so cute. Especially you see like Marcus, he's like one of his uh, grandkids. He's like adorable. You can give him a piece of paper, and he'd be like, "Oh my God, this is the best piece of paper like I've ever seen." <laughs> so he got his toy, and he was just like so overjoyed about yeah. it. It's so cute. To them but then the other kids are a little bit older and they know obviously that it's uncle carmen but it's like the cutest thing that they like yeah. play along with him and so it's like our big thing that we do christmas eve i'd say is right. like having santa come to the door for like the younger kids which yeah. is always adorable to watch that's awesome that's I like awesome that. yeah no and, and 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 on my side in terms of christmas eve where we're we're with our my mom's side of the family as well mm-hmm. um which is it's not a big uh, family, if you will, like it's only two sisters and their families. But then, um, the, my uncle Mike, as we were talking about earlier, his parents come, and we in the past few years we've we've sort of like now rotated where we have the Christmas Eve celebration. Oh so, yeah, last year wasn't it by you? Yeah, it was. It was actually here where we're recording at my house, mm-hmm. um, which was the first big holiday in my in my house, in my brand new home. Yeah, which was exciting. It was fun. It was awesome to fill. The home with warmth and, mm-hmm. and laughter, but this year we did it at my grandmother's house, which was fun because um, it's the same people. But it was, and then our our good friends and our neighbors came up and, and joined us for dessert too. So it was just it extended the yeah. holiday, like it added more people. And so we have a, a family friend. I'm not going to get into how we met him or how we got introduced into the into the to the family, but he's. A little bit about him. His name is Greg. He's a, a retired cameraman who used to work for ABC. Oh, I, I know. Who, I kind of yeah. know who he is. Yeah. yeah. So, so Greg is a great guy, and he's been invited for, for Christmas Eve for for several years. Um, and and he's a great. He's a funny, down to earth guy. But I think it's something that I kind of that I definitely treasure and I respect about my aunt and and my mom and 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 our family is just the fact that like we bring in. Anybody like it's yeah. not just like oh you have to be family in order to to come. No, it, we have we've had family friends who join us, which I think is so much fun to bring in other people that you don't see normally. Like I see Greg probably three times a year, if you will, like a tra- like on a traditional sense because mm-hmm. he'll come to us for Christmas. 
Easter and then Mother's Day. Yeah. Which ironically the Mother's Day, like how does that happen? But he does. Yeah. Like which is a cute thing. But but he's he's a very nice guy and and it's just fun to have a different personality. Mm-hmm. He's always he's a pistol with jokes. Yeah. So he's the joke man. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well I think that that's cool too, like especially for families who um bring in people who aren't necessarily like blood related but are like family friends and things like that right. just because um, I think it's really important, especially with our generation. I feel like we do things like Friendsgiving and like, yeah, yeah. So like, it's really cool to see people just coming into, I love seeing when my friends intermingle with my family, yeah. like when my friends like come over and my family just welcomes them in, like they're, they're, they, they've become like a part of the family and that's, yeah. and, and that's really beautiful to see, especially around the holidays and for people who maybe don't necessarily have a tight knit family or don't celebrate the holidays it's and they have friends that do like and being invited to those traditions like makes them feel so welcome and so like warm and loving and they're able to like share experiences with you that are like just so incomparable to like yeah because celebrating holidays with people is the most beautiful thing especially celebrating the holidays with a partner that like this might be like your first holiday together Uh uh-oh we're going down that road aren't we well i'm just saying like because uh i think that that's if we're tying into the title, like, Questioning the Spectrum, which, of course, like, every episode ties into that, but just discussing that, I think big things to question, really, and the things that I've questioned even are, like, this is the first holiday that I've been out, like, I'm out to everybody now, and, like, th- this was it, this was the first holiday, That's so right. things that I've questioned, especially when I wasn't out, like, last year, for example, I was, like, uh, you just hide a part of yourself, and, like, I wasn't with anyone. I didn't have a partner. But, like, you hide a part of yourself. And the things that you question are, like, are you, am I nervous? Am I, you mm-hmm. know, w- how do I tiptoe around? But it's naturally that's, like, how it is when you hide part of yourself. And now it's not so much I question anything. It's just more of, like, I'm envisioning this maybe next year bringing my partner to a Christmas. Right. And it's env- it's envisioning those things, and it's right. envisioning the well, like how it went this year. This year, you know, I'm fully out, and like all my family knows, and it's just like you can incorporate like things of your life that you weren't able to incorporate before. Right. I think it's interesting though, like watching you and watching like the holiday, yeah. right? Last year, uh, for those as a recap to, to episode one, and, and kind of talking a little bit about Christina's story. You'll find, like she talked about how she really didn't come out to her family uh, or to the extended family. And and I want to say her extended family, I really mean her parents. Yeah. Um, and, and, and many of her aunts and uncles. Yeah. Until May and the summertime. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this year, now everybody knows. So there isn't a stigma. There isn't a holding back on your end. No. It was literally just... Um, so you started recently dating somebody, but it's just because of happenstance that you guys weren't in the same location. Yeah, yeah, so You weren't correct. able to share the holiday. Correct. But in the future, maybe that becomes the decision as to how it works out. Mm-hmm. But it was so nice to see that, like, the holidays do bring people together. I, I like to think that that the holiday is such a stressful but also pleasant time of the year because you also have started yes yeah you are with someone no true yeah true longer so, than i i have been with someone but yeah right, you are but, with someone correct and and so this was 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 our first christmas together mm-hmm. and we had to have that discussion and 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 
had to have a conversation as couples to like talk about how are we going to celebrate the holidays. I was one. I just had thought of that because I was like, oh, questioning. Like, how am I going to tie? Because this isn't necessarily like a how our typical episodes really go. We're not like share like someone else isn't sharing their coming out story. This is kind of us sharing like our traditions. But how do I incorporate like the questioning aspect? And that is a big one when you are with a partner. Mm. How do you bring up? What are we doing for the holidays? Like, who's going where? How are we splitting it? Because yeah. that's also been something in our family where we've seen, well, things change, like, things when you're change. with a partner, you Absolutely. know? So, I can only give you my experience. So, this year, it was, it was, it was different. Um, it's been a very, it's been a number of years since I was in a sta- steady, stable relationship over the holidays. Yeah. And, and honestly, it was, like, what was the conversation like? And... Or what would it, what would we do and whatnot and and frankly it was actually an interesting the conversation came up in an interesting way we we kind of almost fell into it um, whereby we when my girlfriend and I were talking we were kind of saying hey um, well we, what are we going to do for the holidays and sort of like well I was kind of envisioning you coming over or whatnot and then I'd explain so with. With her side of the family, we're actually doing a, a family Christmas. Okay. Um, actually coming up um, this Friday. So it so hasn't happened. It's hasn't like an happened after yet. Christmas thing. Right. It's an after Christmas Christmas celebration. Okay. Because it's it, we're meeting in, in Pennsylvania, which is sort of a central spot relative to other parts of her family that mm-hmm. can all commute to it and, and get there so it can be a big festive right. holiday for, for her side of the, for her family. Right. And I've been blessed to be invited and we're doing a secret Santa and like, like all little things of that nature. Like it's, it's a cute celebration. It's, yeah. it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's the first that I've had in a very long time, but I viewed that as, well, I am celebrating Christmas with your family and I just hadn't questioned or asked or pressured. Cause I, I'm not one to pressure. I'm it is what it is um, a lot of times for me. And I didn't really say, like, well, when are you going to celebrate with my family? Or are you going to make time to come out and visit my family? And so we hadn't had that conversation. And then all of a sudden it was brought up, like, well, well what are we doing Christmas Eve? Or are you able to come? My, my parents have invited you. Um, so my girlfriend and I, both of our parents and our families, hold Christmas Day as a very important day. Yeah. They each, each family hosts at their own respective houses. Mm -hmm. So my family hosts Christmas day for our family. Her parents host Christmas day for her family. So it's a big day for both of us. So to, and we are both very much active participants in our family. This is true. So this is, and I know both you, well, I know you, but I know your girlfriend, Nicole, or yeah, very well. So we're both very very active and we both wanted to be at our each respective Christmases. Mm-hmm. And so we had a discussion and, and when it all came down to it, I kind of said, this is our first Christmas together. We've only been dating for about six months. And I said, we each don't have rings on our fingers. So we aren't at the marriage point where we have to make the decision to, to really separate from our traditions just yet. Yeah. We can build up to that. And I said, we are celebrating with with your family on the on on Friday, 
post-Christmas for a big Christmas celebration. We'll find time. We'll do something with my family to do something, whether it's a breakfast or just do family dinner and exchange our Christmas presents. So we will celebrate it then. But I don't think that we have to find and cut out time and make that this year. And after a few a few minutes of discussion and whatnot, we both agreed that that's, that was fine. Because in the end... Do I love her less? No. Do I not want to spend time with her family? No. It has nothing to do with that. It's more of we can still do it all. We just don't have to do it all on the same day. Yeah. And that's the big thing, too. Like, especially because it's no longer, like, just you. It's you plus someone else. So when it's you plus someone else, it's your family plus someone else's family. So it's it's trying to navigate that all. And, like, I know, especially with my mom's side of the family and growing up, holidays are a big thing because... It might be the first time that you're meeting that per like you're yeah. meeting that person. Um, so that's huge. And also it's oh, I maybe the next year comes around, it's like, oh, where is you know, so, like my one cousin or whatever, and it's like, oh well, they're spending time. You it's a, an adjustment because you right. have to learn that it's not just it's not just you anymore. Like you mm-hmm. are sharing you're sharing your life with someone else right. and like so those things like holidays become something that you create some sort of tradition together going in the future. And that consists of like spending time with their family and spending time with your family right. and then spending time, the two of you together as like a partnership. Right. Cause that's a big deal in the holidays. Right. And I think that's so or anytime. Right. And, and that's, that's a huge thing. And, and I think it, the important thing about that one was the communication. Mm-hmm. You have to talk. That's the questions. Those are the questions that you have to ask each other and you have to be brutally honest Mm -hmm. because what you don't want to have is someone hurt because of the circumstances or because of what's going on. I can tell you one thing that it's different. This is now the, the second year that it's happened, but it's, it's become the new, the new normal. So we, we talked about Christmas day. Christina, my, our families get together for a breakfast. So I have a younger brother who's my best friend in the world, but he recently, not but, and recently he <laughs> got married to my beautiful sister-in-law. Yeah. And so now they too combine their lives together. Now I know that the family means tremendous amount to my brother and so does it to, to my sister-in-law, but because of the way their circumstances, um, they needed to make decisions of when they're going to be able to split their time because right now, as two, as a married couple who had two families who yeah. have to be able to, they had to say, you know what, Christmas breakfast is going to be too much because we're going to spend some time with with my sister-in-law's family. But Christmas Day, for the evening, for dinner, and, and for whatnot, they're all ours. Yeah. And so I think that's where it was hard to to see the tradition kind of not include my brother last year this year was the new normal and and i and i came to expect it i understood it and you know what he had to make a very tough decision so did my sister-in-law yeah but they did it together which i think is a huge it's a big thing for a couple and it's also really like especially for the first year it could be kind of not so jarring but it's like different and then this year it's like oh but we because as extended family from him, like I still was able to get to see him on Christmas day. Cause right. we go over your place. Like we had said earlier for like Christmas dessert, let's just say Christmas day, dessert, cake and coffee. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're still able, it's just a new tradition. It's a new tradition you take on. And like I was saying before, 
holidays too, like just to kind of like alter it a little bit, holidays too could be the first time that you bring someone to meet your extended family. Right. Because you don't see them all the time. Like it could be that you see your extended family on things like Christmas, Thanksgiving, like big holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think back of, like, times where, like, my family members have brought their, like, it was the first time I've Mm -hmm. met their significant others. And, like, that's, like, I know for me, like, when I do bring, let's just say next year, when I do bring a partner around, like, that would probably be the first time a lot of my family gets, it's making me sweat thinking about it, but, like, a lot of my family, because it's it's something I've never done before. I've never brought, I've never had really a partner in the past, but, like, I've never brought a partner to meet family. True. True. My but, nose is sweating. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I also think that that's but that's a good thing. No, it's good. It's like a good nervous sweat, but it's just like I don't know why, but it's just like this added like cuz my the pressure in the start was like, oh, coming out. And mm-hmm. now it's like, whoop, like I'm bringing a partner mm-hmm. around. Oh my goodness. That's right. a big deal. It's right. ser- it's like serious at that point. Right. And I'm obviously thinking like this is in the future. This is like in the coming 2019. But all of that, like the first time you brought your your girlfriend, was yeah. were you around? Were you like nervous? Were you? No. So I am blessed that my girlfriend is amazing, but also amazing with my family. She... So Nicole and I have been dating for almost six months now, and I always said that on the third date, um, I remember telling her, like, are you sure we haven't been dating for three months and not three dates? Yeah. And and she laughed because she felt the same way. And, and that's actually a common phrase that we use sometimes when we think about our relationship or we talk about things. Like, it, sometimes it's okay to... Um, do things apart or or still have the growing pains of a new relationship Mm -hmm. because it's only been, let's say, half a year versus us thinking that, oh, shit, it's been six months. I mean, it's been six years. And it's not that. We're still learning each other and we're still feeling each other out and finding what is important versus not important or or how do you deal with a situation and and, and talk through things and work through things through. But I was not nervous to introduce Nicole to my family. Um, I definitely was a little nervous meeting her family. In the vice versa. In, in yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Because um, I knew that Nicole would just knock it out of the park. She's very much like our family. Super and outgoing. Exactly. Very pleasant. Very pleasant. Yeah. And, and, and more importantly, she's she's real. Yes. Like, like the feelings I have for her are 100% real. And it's not just somebody that I've been, I'm dating. This is somebody that I truly see myself in the long run with. Yes. When I did the same thing with her family, so we had a, we kind of like made a, a dis, we had a discussion. We said that, or very early on, we wanted to meet each other's at least our immediate family. Mm-hmm. So her parents, her her sister, and 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 her future brother in law, because her sister is engaged, um, and then my parents, and then my brother and sister in law, and, and so we made plans that we would go and see each other. And I remember um, meeting her her mom and dad for the first time we went out for dinner um and i it's i laugh at it but i remember going out and we went to a restaurant and it was a great restaurant um but i just remember the amount of laughter we shared at that first date and i i laugh at her because that was the same night that i 
I, I said, hey, I really want to make this steady, and I really want us to refer to each other as boyfriend and girlfriend. I really, like, this is yeah. it. And I remember um, kind of, like, getting her riled up a little bit because when we went to this restaurant, they frequent this restaurant um, uh, often. Mm-hmm. It's actually where they spend their Christmas Eve. They actually oh, okay. go to this restaurant for Christmas Eve. And so they know the owners, and we walked up, and, and they introduced me. Oh, this is Nicole's friend, Jerry. And so I meet him, whatnot, have a great night, knew after that, at that point, she'd already met my family and knocked it out of the park. And I'm like, this is great. And I remember that night saying, telling her, hey, Nicole, I just want to let you know that your mom said something and I like that kind of upset me. Friend. And, and she goes, <laughs> she, goes she gets white almost. as a ghost. And she goes, what did she say? I said, she introduced me as your friend. I don't want to be introduced as your friend. I, I want to be introduced as your boyfriend. And and she just melted. But more importantly, that's after that night, having met her family and knowing where she grew up and seeing that I can see myself in that family, I knew that I was yeah, I was that set. Was it. Yeah. But um, I, I guess it, Christmas is, is really important for, for our families, but I think maybe it's not for others, for other listeners. Yeah. Um, but I think what was my, maybe important as – uh, in thinking about from a holiday perspective is whatever the holiday is, the holiday could be somebody's birthday. I yeah. know a lot of people that the, their birthday is as if it, at big at Christmas, yeah. as big as Christmas. Yeah. But whatever the holiday is, I think it's important just to think about and, and keep in uh, keep in mind all of the struggles that come with that event mm-hmm. with a new partner, with an old partner, with being recently single, recently married, engaged, whatever it may be, and also forming a life together or apart if you did just break up. Yeah. So kind of doing both. Yeah. Being around family, especially in those times, is interesting because, like, I know my family, our family at least, is very – um well, we love each other. We just, like, know everything about each other's business all, yep. all the time. So I know that for me – like, not everyone knows that, like, I'm, I've recently started seeing someone, like, in the family or whatever. Because, just because she's not necessarily, we're not in the same location, so that's difficult. But, like, when she does come around, like, that's, <clears throat> and, like, my family knows. But, like, when she does come around, that's going to be, like, that's going to be interesting for me. Because I'm, not necessarily a struggle, but it's going to be, like, oh, oh, this is new. This is yeah. new. But it's, like, also sharing someone that, like. I'm with with the people that I love so so much yeah. and like I don't know I, I don't know about you but like Nicole and I we we, we called it our like world tour uh-huh. because her family is very large and important and our family is very large and important and also our and and I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier I treat my best friends as if they're my family yeah, so me too. there's no distinction between my best friend and my my brother I agree. they are they are my brothers and sisters yeah I agree same and here so I remember going and and for lack of a better term, parading Nicole around because I loved her and I, and I love being with her and she made me a better person instantly. Mm -hmm. And so doing that world tour was both fun and stressful at the same time because you not, we not only like she met everybody, we had great pleasant conversations and dinners and, and times memories. We shared great memories and I with her family and friends, but at the same time it was stressful because we had to like, set up time and places and days. And, and at some point we're like, oh my gosh, we have been together and, and doing this parading around for so long. I feel like we have been a band going out on a tour, and that's like what, all the things. And that's what's so funny because now that I think about the same thing, I think like, 
oh my god, they're gonna have to meet like this this side, like this family, or like right. these friends, and like because and that's something that I made so clear, and, and that's something that I've held very high in my um, life from the beginning is that my friends and my family are the most important thing in my life, and that if my partner were to not agree with that or not be down for that, if like that's <laughs> you know what I mean, I you and your hip lingo, my hip lingo, <laughs> um, you know I can't believe I just said hip, but <laughs> but I knew that if they weren't with that, with me on that, we it wouldn't work out. Right. And that is huge because I love my, my family and my friends. They're synonymous. Mm-hmm. And they are a huge part of my life. And I need my partner to, and if my partner is going to be a huge part of like they will be a huge part of my life. Those things need to be able to mesh perfectly, and I know that if they're the one for me, then like those things will mesh perfectly. Just like Nicole, your partner, and like how that, mm-hmm. yeah, like they it meshes perfectly. Mm-hmm. I knew the moment that I met her, like huh. I, it it just like blended so well. I yeah. didn't feel like I was talking to some new, but I can also make like a lot of people feel comfortable when talking to me. But I, it was like both ends. Like I didn't feel like I was pulling teeth to get to that place. It Correct. was very. It was fluid. It was fluid, yeah. and I feel like that way about her in all like anytime she's been around the family or whatever. Correct. And I feel that way also about like my other cousins and their partners and like when they co- like even from the start. And I remember actually my one cousin he didn't get to spend they didn't get to spend Christmas Eve with us, but they um, did come the day prior because like her family and stuff like that. But. Which is totally fine because it happens. But they came the day prior, and I remember we were downstairs, and we were just talking, and she had looked at me because we saw an old picture of myself, and I was wearing, like, this it was very it was a very good picture. I was wearing this black turtleneck and, like, light-washed jeans and in a very interesting pose, like, my knee up, my hand on my knee. It's just funny. Anyway, um, it's just funny. I like looking at that picture. But it's, like, from me when I was in seventh grade. I was, like, younger. And that was the first time that she had come around into the family. And she said to to my mother and I and she looked at us and she was like I remember being so nervous coming here like meeting everybody mm-hmm. but then Christina made me feel so welcome and like yeah. with open arms and I didn't feel nervous anymore yeah. and that to me was like oh that's good I could do that that's <laughs> nice like so I it's that's such a big thing like Especially for family you know being on the other side like meeting someone for the first time like make sure you're open and like welcoming to them yeah. and don't be so guarded because like they're just they're nervous they're, yeah. they're definitely nervous yeah that's that's the one thing that i'm i'm glad i'm glad it's over and yeah it's a part of now 20, it's just yeah but it was a part of 2018 uh for me that is now done the world tour is over now it's now we can just hang out with who we want to hang out and and it's not of meeting somebody it's more of now just being able to spend time with our friends and our family yeah and adding forward. new memories Exactly. And 2018, like, looking back at it, is just a big... This was a big year. It was a big year, especially for you. Oh, my God. Huge. If we could just, like, take a quick... Like roundabout, really. <laughs> I wish the, we had. I wish we had that sound effect. Uh, that, like, like, like the time vision. warp. Yeah, the time warp. Yeah, we go back in time. Yeah, because if you think about it, the first half of our year. Yeah. Was very different than the second half of our year. So different. Yeah. So different. First half of our year. One, I was thinking about doing this, po- like working on this podcast. That was check, check, done, check and done. Next thing was I was also graduating college. Holy four, bananas! Four years of my life coming to a wrap up. Yep. 
Huge change. Huge change. Third, I was trying to figure out how to come out to my parents and my my family. Well, good thing you didn't have to do that yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that we can—I like the fact that we can laugh on it now, but that is true. I did—I didn't have to do it myself, but I did have to do it. I'm pretty sure in 2018, I came out to even some friends and like family that I hadn't. Yep come out to yet uh, prior to coming out, well, prior to someone else coming out for me to my parents, but yeah. um, Prior to to embracing it. Yeah, Yeah. prior to embracing it. And like, that was a big, that was a big uh, question all on its own. Like, how am I going to do this? How is this going to work out? And it was a lot of, that is a lot of, it was a lot of stress on, on the first six months of 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it was a constant thing. Like, I was constantly thinking about that. I was also coming to an end on something really big in my life, which was teaching. Yep. I was teach. Well, yeah, I was like instructing a chemistry lab for three years and that was coming to a close. And like that for me was a huge part of my life. And I uh, cannot be more grateful of that experience. And like even looking back on it now, I, I, I get like really choked up about it because having that gave me so much confidence to like go yeah. into the career world and like really finding the passion that I have now for like what I do and um even doing this podcast because it's like I love doing it. Regardless, those are some big things that happened in the first half of 2018. Yeah. Then the second half of 2018 started me moving back at home after living away for 4 years, which is a big move for people who either one or coming back home or two moving away for the first time. Like coming back home, I was like, Oh my God, is my freedom going to be lost? I also was like, I'm not out yet. This is going to be interesting. Like thinking about all of those things. Correct. Uh, dating. Uh, That's also big, especially when you do move back home, you're like, how am I going to date and also live at home? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, but true though. I can never, I was like, I'm never going to bring anyone like to my house. Like, dating but like when I was in an apartment like sure like you know what I mean it's so different when you live back home it's not like I had like a secret door to like lead to my room or something like that I don't know it was just it was just something that I was thinking about of course that's something that you question especially when you're in your early 20s right um and then even to wrap up further like moving further into the last six months of 2018 like then I finally like did come out and like my my parents and I our bond especially my mother and I has mm-hmm. become so much stronger which is so great to say because it did not when I when I first the news of me news when it first started coming out and when it happened it was not good and like we said in the first episode like it was not a very it was a very shocking thing um it was a very hard conversation to have with my parents but as the year, the last half of the year progressed, things became so much more open. And I became, and I saw my mother become the person that she is right now. And that is like, looking back six months even, I could not imagine us being in this place currently. There you go. Please. And it's such a positive, like, welcome environment. And, like, when you hear, when it starts out not being great, you hear, like, your friends and your family be like, it's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay. And you can't seem to envision that because it's just so bad. But then it happens. And the biggest thing for us was communication. My mother and I talk all the time. And it's not that she wants to know everything about my business and about my life, but it's more of just, like, she's genuinely 
wants to know because she cares and she's trying to understand. Right. And I think what's important, though, in that is she loves you so much that she wants to know more about you and Mm -hmm. be a part of your life, Mm -hmm. despite the fact that it might not be what how she was herself, mm-hmm. right? She she is a a, a, a a heterosexual woman with a husband right. and two kids. Right. Right. Now she has a a a homosexual daughter who is finding her way, which mm-hmm. may or may not lead to wife and kids. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't know. And, and so now it becomes a question mark because mm-hmm. questioning. Questioning. Look yeah. Yeah. No, and that is a that is a big question for her. So I think for me like the most important thing was opening the dialogue between the two of us. And I think the last half of 2018, uh, 2018 for my mother and I has been that, opening the dialogue. I no longer feel scared to tell her who I'm with, where I'm going. Not that I ever was, but it was definitely more of like if I was dating someone, I didn't want her to know that because that's like... And if you don't have to tell your parents those things, but for me, like, lying to my mom is very... Like, I, I just can't do it. So... um Like, being honest about those things with her was huge because then I see her not be so guarded and closed off and now so open and be willing to ask questions to me and, like, be willing to hear me. And, like, that's a big – that was a big thing uh, going into – like, even going into 2019 um, was having that discussion be open and me not being afraid to even, like, make jokes, like, about... Mm -hmm. Because I like to joke around, like... And I think even being comfortable with who you are... You may not be funny, but you like to joke around. Uh, Yeah, haha. I may not be funny. Yeah, true. But I do like to joke around. And I like to joke sometimes about my sexuality because it's not, like, a coping mechanism. It's a way for me to, like, feel comfortable like with other people like I joke all the time like lesbian allergic to nuts like that's (laughs) (laughs) that to me is like I don't know it's just something that breaks the ice with people and like once that happened once it started happening then I was like with my mother then it was I could see her starting to break down a little bit and become definitely more open with me and that was fun to watch that was very fun to watch all right so here we go question of the day is what was your highlight of 2018 was the best memory was the best moment or the best event thing what was the top one thing that you did Ooh, put you on the spot that is a tough question because it's between two things okay so pick one and talk about it go go podcast podcast okay it was starting this yeah, so it was, was was top number one. Yeah, because it was. It really was because it was just a culmination of something you've been thinking about and planning in your head, and and finally executing on it and getting the terrific feedback. BT Dubs, thanks everybody for listening. Yes, Love thank it. you so much for listening to this. This has been huge for myself for yeah. sure. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Huge accomplishment. It is a big accomplishment. If we had I, sound effects, I'd do a round of applause for you. <laughs> I cannot be more grateful of this. And I think it's 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 been the most important for two reasons. One, because it's something that I've worked so hard on doing and I'm a very I'm a hard worker and like seeing it come to life was like wow. And also seeing my name on something that's public, like a mm-hmm. form of my art, like necessarily yes, exactly. become something for the world to listen to. Yeah. Was a big deal for me. Huge. Oh, Huge. and like it was sharing my story, something that I was so afraid to talk about my entire life, being mm-hmm. able to do that. And then number two, the, my passion in life was teaching for the for three years while I was in college, 
And then when I like got into the workforce, cause like when I graduated, I got a job right away and I was super grateful for that because mm-hmm. that's very difficult. And so yeah, it, is. it is. And so I was like, but this, jo- this job, while I love it, like my creative outlets are limited compared to what I was doing before, like when I was in college. And Correct. so I was like, I need something to fuel my creative energy. Um, and this is it. Like I'm able to do things that I wasn't able to do prior and like fill needs that I have that I wasn't able to fill. Correct. Like it wouldn't be able to fill if I was just doing my standard, like nine to five job. Like mm-hmm. just my job doesn't really do that, which Correct. again is totally fine. Um, but yeah, it does allow me to do that. And that is why this is the biggest thing. My second biggest thing is graduating college and like that, that's it. But, um, and that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. The fact that you did, uh, for any anybody who has ever who listening who's graduated from university, whether it's a four year, two year, maybe even six or eight year, depending on graduate school or whatnot, you guys know that feeling that it, that it is just to to get to the finish line mm-hmm. and be able to to finally stop the race, take your deep breaths, and 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 be appreciative of that because it is a huge undertaking. And regardless of whether it's a two-year associate degree, a four-year bachelor's degree, a six-year's master, or an eight-year PhD, it really doesn't matter in that spectrum of where it is. Because in the end, you're still going to have that moment of victory. You get to take the victory lap, which is amazing. Yeah, it's huge. Right. Okay, Uh, now I want to ask you something. Okay. Where do you see your 2019 going? Question. So 2019, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question. I have to say because for many, many years, um, if you if you rewind back to to college, right? College, the goal was to graduate and get a job. Okay, done, check. I started at an accounting firm um, right out of college, and I've been there ever since. Mm-hmm. And I always. Um, pictured myself and always challenged myself and thought of myself getting to the next promotion. Well, this year, 2018, I got to, to a senior manager position. Now, my firm, the next step is partner. Now, it's not for a few years from now, um, but so long as I, I keep the hustle going and I, and I keep pushing myself and I build a book of business and I develop my, my relationships with my clients and expand them, I can get to get to that level, but the question is, do I want it? So 2019 is going to be more of, is this really for me? Um, Is this career, is this path that I'm currently on the one I want to be on? And I think that's really more of the question. Uh, It's it's a question that I will carry through 2019 and say, is this really for me? Um, Because I have to admit, getting a job after college was the easiest thing I did because I did one interview um, in my sophomore year, got an ex like a, an abbreviated uh, internship, which turned into a full internship, which turned into a full job. So when new recruits that I interview all the time ask me like, "What's the one thing? Uh, what was your one craziest thing about interviewing and whatnot?" I'd be like, "I haven't interviewed in over ten years." Like I don't remember what I said on my interview, other than it was so great that they hired that they hired me basically on the spot. Yeah. And so, but 2019 will be where do I see my career? Where mm-hmm. do I see myself? Do I see myself with the firm? And I'm going to try and keep going with another year because there are no more milestones. It's mm-hmm. not like work three more years, four more years, and you get there. This is probably a a six year climb at a minimum to make it to partner. So do I want to? stick it out for six more years. Um, so that's on a professional side. 
on a personal side, I think 2019 brings the questions of where's my relationship with Nicole going to go? Like, where, where are we in a year from now? What are we thinking about? Um, we have a lot of big things that will come up in 2019, particularly true. on her side. Yeah, true. Her, her, her younger sister is getting married. So there's going to be a lot of family events and obligations and, and love will be in the air. And, mm-hmm. and so it'll really be a question of, well, are we looking to make the next step in 2019 or 2020 and start thinking about that whole process and whatnot. Yeah. So it's a lot of questions around that. Um, and then I also think kind of, prof- I don't say a professionally, per- but but also personally, for myself, what's the next thing that I want to start challenging myself at? So we talked about it in the first podcast and whatnot. Um, but for those of you who haven't listened to podcasts, one, go back and listen to podcast one. But, yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a CPA by trade, um, and so that, that's a professional. And for many years, I volunteered my time um, at our local Catholic church, yep. and I did some, and I and I led our, our, our high school programming, and our and I was the youth minister for 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 almost a decade, mm-hmm. um, for, well, longer than a decade. But but um, what will I? And then this past year in eighteen. Talk about a big change. I resigned from that position to yeah. to pursue other things, and I, and I was ready to, to leave and move on. But what will twenty nineteen? What am I going to look to? Um, so I'm a type A personality. My astrological sign is a Taurus. <laughs> so for me, idle time is no good. Yeah, like. I just like to, for lack of a better, I steamroll into the next thing. And I like occupying every moment of my time. And I have a hard time taking a moment to take a breath. That's not my forte. I yeah, don't we like, share that. We do. Um, so for me, 2019 will be, well, what am I going to do with more of this found time? Like, how will I spend that time? Will I... Look to get involved in something else, another organization, another uh, group that I'm, I'm connected with, or am I going to invest that more into my relationship and and or family and friends and and, and building memories there? Um, it, it kind of tosses and turns. Um, also, 2019 is going to so we have a few things planned. Christina, myself, and some of our family, we're going to go on a family vacation. We are going on a family vacation. I forgot about that a moment. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we are going on a family. This will be our first family vacation in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. With us, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And so that'll be fun and exciting to to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. But I'm also excited to to do more vacations or more um, weekend getaways and things with my girlfriend, with Mm -hmm. Nicole, and see... What, what parts of the country or what parts of the world can we get ourselves into trouble in? Yeah. Um, and I'm looking, I'm excited to see different parts of the country and, and, and other locations um, with her mm-hmm. and to build memories with her. Yeah, I'd say I'd agree. Like, I'm excited to also do those things. Like, I'm even thinking, like, I'm someone who plans my birthday a year in advance. After my birthday is done one year, I'm already the next day thinking about what I'm doing for the next year. Like it's that's like just the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I really love that. My birthday is something that I've just recently like started to like in the recent years I've started to get excited about. I haven't always been, but definitely in the recent years. Um and so, because, like, when you're younger, it's, like, what to do on your birthday. Like, you don't really think about it. It's, like, dinner right. with friends and family, whatever. But, um, 
So this year I'm like, I want to go back to a place that I do love so, so much with my friends. And, um, I want to do like a destination birthday and like Mm. maybe go to Asheville, North Carolina. Cause that's a place that I really love. My roommate from college was from there who we were very close. Like she was one of my best friends, like for the four years that I was in college. And like, she was able to bring me there and like for me to see all the wonderful things that like she had grown up in because she was from there. Um, and so that was so cool to me and I definitely want to go back to that and like do that as like a 23 year old, Ew, I'm going to be 23 as a 23 year old, uh, to be able to do the breweries cause that's what Asheville is known for. Um, explore a little bit hiking, you know, with my friends. Cause I think that's something that they would enjoy as well. But in the time leading up to that, I would like to also enjoy like the rest of this country and like go see like, places like Denver, Colorado and Seattle, Washington and like Portland, Oregon, like all of those things. Like I want to do that. And I want to do that with my partner, with my friends. Like mm-hmm. I want to start exploring because now I'm growing up and like, yeah. I don't want to see time just like yeah. flying by and not doing the things that I want to do for yeah. one, a mental health standpoint. And for two, just like, I want to be able to live life as full as I possibly can and I also want to see where this podcast will go as I grow up, yeah. as I take on these journeys and I start mm-hmm. meeting new people and like investing my time. And like you said, do I invest my time that I g- am gaining now with, you know, my partner? And also like, do I invest my time in, um, in exploring like organizational groups and, mm-hmm. and, and do things like that? Cause that is something that I do enjoy so, so much, um, so we'll see what happens like yeah. in 2019 in terms of that. And like also spending more time with my family, which we've been doing. And like, it's been so amazing and gaining more memories with them, especially as I grow up, because these, these moments, and especially with my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's 89. So yeah. just seeing us grow up together and like grow, growing memories with her is a big deal. Like we said the other day, my, my grandmother, my nonna, she, makes amazing Italian cookies and Jerry and I are going to spend one day and just like learn all the recipes and like, especially our favorite ones and and share that with her. Right. Because I think that from her, when I, when I think of your grandmother, I think of her phenomenal skills in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. She, she was a amazing, um, uh, cook, an amazing baker, um, a caretaker, a family, just an absolute perfect family woman. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, I think her greatest, her greatest legacy will be her family and the love that they carry on. I agree. Her second would be the little touches of whether it's her cookies or her, um, her pastas or whatever it is. Those are the things that people, because when they close their eyes, they're going to say, oh, I see I, I see Olga's face on this, or mm-hmm. I, I can feel her presence. And mm-hmm. I think that's a huge testament to, to her. And, and, and I think it's important because right now your, your 89-year-old grandmother is still 100% mobile. Yes. She's, she has all of her faculties. She's mm-hmm. not, she doesn't need assistance. Um, she's, she's 100% there. And, and to hold on and treasure those moments, I think it's about memories. Yeah, it is. So, like, and, and granted, so her, so Christina's grandmother has been a part of our family for my, for, for every memory that I can remember because Christina's mom and dad got married when I was very, very young. And so I can remember her being part of everything. Mm-hmm. And so for me, she is, my family too. And so to be able to 
have that relationship with her to say, hey, Zia, can we, can Christine and I come over just one day and do it? She's like, absolutely, Jerry, no problem. Like, I have all the ingredients. Just show up. Tell me the day and show up and let's do it. And like, I think it would be fun um, if we can do it, if our other cousin's still around, if your brother's still around, get him involved. Even if he's just sitting there and just being a part of it, mm-hmm. be a part of the laughter. Be a part yeah. of, like, what is it? Because that's my favorite memory. Those are my some of my favorite memories growing up as a child, um, watching my Nona bake or cook in the kitchen. I would sit on the chair right next to the table and just watch her mm-hmm. be completely enveloped into what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And seeing that is something that I will never forget growing up mm-hmm. or going forward. Right. And being able to share that with her and with you and that just adds to the memory. Like that just adds to the memory bank. Absolutely. And I will never forget those things. So right. I think and even around the holidays, you like think back on like important memories that you share with your family. So yeah. And going forward into the 2019 year, what memories you're looking to create with the people that you love and where you see yourself going, right? you know? So, yeah. And I think to, 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 I guess, to wind up the, the podcast, the, this episode, uh, I, I'll add one thing and say, I've never really been one for new year's resolutions. Um, I, I have a very hard time of resolving for something mm-hmm. and keeping that. If you can hear that music in the background, that's Jerry's clock. Yes. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell that story in a minute because it's, it's a good story because talking about tradition. So, yeah. But I was never one for, for making resolutions and resolving to do something over mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. because to come up with something on, on one day to try to do it for the whole year, I, honestly, I think that was bull. Yeah. But do I think in my heart just to say to try and do something better, whatever that is, be a better person, be a better boyfriend, be a better brother, be a better son be a better cousin, um, be a better tax accountant, be a better, um, uh, I don't know, entrepreneur. Like those things are just important. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think that we all should be thinking year round about being healthier, being mentally healthier yeah. or being sh- stronger? And I say that loosely. And what I mean is for those who may be listening, who struggle with their sexuality, with their, um, or compartmentalize and, and, and are just losing the battle with themselves. Maybe this year is you resolve just to take small steps to be better. Like I've always been of the, the, of the mindset of, I'll be honest with you. I think every, um, every one of those like commercials that talk about like right now to roll right yeah. now for all of January yeah. about being fit or this yeah. great diet or whatever. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah, it is. You need to care about yourself. So for those listening, I think would be really great is just make a small goal, something that would be meaningful to you that is important. Now I always used to say this every year, um, when we used to do an exercise about a new year uh, for youth group, listen, I'm not saying for you or here's a, here's a great example. I'm not saying if you want to be a better spiritual person and, 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 and that involves prayer for you as, as a devout Catholic prayer is very important to me. I'm not going to resolve to say, I'm going to pray every day. Cause that's a lot. Like that's like saying to somebody who does yoga every, who, who, who wants to do yoga and say, I'm going to do yoga every day. Somebody wants to get more fit, go to the gym every day. It's not going to happen. Yeah. No, no. Why don't you set a smaller, smaller thing Mm -hmm. for the next three weeks? I'm going to pray three times a week. Yeah. That's nine times. 
And, and you try to build your pattern, say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, set an alarm, do it. Um, and small. Then maybe say, you know what, for the next four weeks, I'm going to do it four times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And then and start doing it. And that could be for anything. Prayer, working out, healthier eating, uh, meal preps, whatever it can be. You set up your little schedule. Yeah. And you do that. And I think that's the important. That's important. And I think, not to, not to cut you off, but I think... On sexual, in terms of sexuality, for those people who are maybe just learning about their sexuality, take small steps, but also in those small steps, try and incorporate those thoughts and those questions into conversation with someone or with yourself as the year goes on. Right. It's not something that you have to just like, huh, jump in and be like, I'm coming out. No, 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 no. I love that song. (laughs) No, but in, in terms of just be like, okay, Maybe as I start thinking about these things, I'm going to open up the dialogue with my best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open up the dialogue with my brother or sister. Right. Um, and that small step, and I just reflect on someone, one of my very close friends doing that with me, and how I got choked up because that was her small step. Right. And it's a, while it might be tough and stressful, of course, it will only make you a stronger person going into the next big chapter of your life. Right. And I think that's I think that's what's that's the important. If you set yourself I, I, I always used to when I was in college, similar to like Christina, um, I used to teach as well. Mm-hmm. And 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 what what I used to focus on was Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you've never read the book, Trust me, it's a life-changing book to the extent that you open up your mind to it. But one of the um, one of the one of the habits that Covey talks about is in goal setting. Yeah. F- figure out what that thing is that you want at the end of the day. I'm, I'm making it up. You want to um, get a job, or you want to get a different job. Well, what do you need to do? And you plan out each and every step down to the itty bitty little thing. Each one of those is your milestone. Yeah. Not saying that, hey, I'm going to get that job by going on an interview, putting my resume out and getting the job tomorrow. And It doesn't work like that. You have to set yourself up. And that goes down to your wardrobe, getting that pressed and clean, tidying up your resume, sending it in, having it reviewed, every little detail. So maybe making that... In terms of your spectrum and thinking about what you, would you, what are you questioning, and how do you find the solutions, and how do you open up about your sexuality, or if you are questioning your sexuality, ask those questions. Find the people that you can connect with that can do that. Whether that's more pod, listening to more podcasts, hearing other people's stories, reading um, blog posts, um, going out and meeting other people, joining a group, like I. I, la- I don't mean to laugh at it in candor, but I, I mean to joke about it because it's such an easy thing. Like going out to a to a social group, yeah. whether it's like if you're in college, I'm sure that there is a gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Like yeah. it, it, there is a group out there mm-hmm. for you, or someone, or a group that's so accepting of it that you can talk to people about it. Allies, yeah. Or you even go to like if you're out and and, and you're you're over. 
21 years of age, you can go to a gay bar and meet people there and ask them there. Because guess what? Uh, for for all that we are, everybody is human. Mm-hmm. And when you share an interest, people want to talk about that. Yeah. Well, that's why we're talking here on this podcast. Yep. But, like, if you get... Go to the right setting, you can find the thing. So, and that's a small step too. That's a small goal. Getting yourself to go to, let's just say, a gay bar. Yeah. That's a small goal. It is to it reach. Is. It is easily no. attainable, but also something that you have to feel comfortable with in yourself right. to do. Because that was that was hard for me going to a gay bar for the first time. I was like, oh my goodness, but or like seeing a drag show for the first time, you know. Yeah. And that wasn't on TV. RuPaul, love you, but still. Um, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> no, but that's a small goal, it and is. I think to wrap this up, take those small goals and also take them as. As just as important as it is to reach a big goal, because those are what get you there. Agreed. For 2019, the small goals is what gets you to a big goal, and they should be just as celebrated as getting that big goal. When my friend opened up to me, that small goal for her that I saw in her was just as important. Hearing that as a big as something that's big like graduating college, because they're very significant in your life, and you should not take those for granted. Right. Well. I think we covered a lot today. I think we did. I'm very happy with this um, with this episode, especially because it is being released on New Year's Eve, yep. and um, I could not be more grateful going into 2019, having people having listened to this, and even like as it is maybe their first l- listen for 2019. Yeah. So um, with that, thank you so much, Jerry, for being a part of this. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I just want to wish everybody a happy yeah Happy New Year, and um, I'll see you next time.